All right, all right, all right. Um, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm trying to find a way to come back down to just, <laughs> you know, a calm place. We are recording, but we just had a very good debate yeah, about sure. something. We probably gonna talk about later, just not now, man. Right, I'm right, sitting right, with right, my right. guy Taywall. Yup, facts. What's happening, man? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm, I'm blessed. Shout out to DJ Pest, man, having me on the interview, man. I appreciate it, bro. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's get right to the shits, man. How long have you been making music? <sighs> man, I'm, a, I started writing at like ten. And then, like, I'm going to say, like, middle school, it started getting a little a little bit more. But then, like, high school, it started really taking off. So I say it's been it's been a good 20. Coming from where you're, well, where are you from? I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. Okay. Yeah. So coming from Cleveland, Ohio, getting into rap and taking it more serious, was it somebody in your community, somebody you were seeing that you, you know, that was giving you some sort of inspiration? Yeah, my brother, my oldest brother, he the one that really, really got me writing and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I had met Bone Thugs and Harmony real early, too. It was like I was like seven years old when I met them. So from seeing them on TV to seeing them in person at, at a local Toys R Us, that was like the best thing that ever happened to me. You feel me? A group like that, do they stay where, yeah. you know? So did you see them a lot or did yeah, you know I about them being not, I mean, you know, they were on. So it was like you would see, you would see them periodically sliding through the city or just like you would see normal rappers now. Like you would see them every now and then. But no, I didn't see them all the time. But... Maybe like every five years I see them though, like every three years, like you would catch one of them floating around or never see all of them together though type thing. Yeah. So at what point, you know, you, you making music in high school and you taking it serious. Yeah. When did you feel like you was making it? Like this is, the, this is a good decision um, I'm cooking right now. I didn't feel like I was really getting to it though, like really making it until after I got kicked out of college. Like so when I was like 20, 21, that's when everything started like really taking off. You know what I mean? Like... I was doing shows, local shows around the neighborhood and in the hood, you know what I'm saying, in the inner city of Cleveland, just going crazy, you know what I'm saying? I had a group, I had a group at that time called CTS, Cleveland Trendsetters, me, my boy Max Spit, PO, RP. Like, shout out to them, by the way. But yeah, that's how it kinda kinda came like that for real. When you was on tour originally, you were in a group. Well, when I was that was when I was younger, like that's when I that's when I first when they first started getting off the ground for I didn't start touring until later on. You feel me? Like six, seven years later. You know what I mean? Like, but yeah, at that time I was just doing local shows around different cities, you know what I'm saying? Different states. Like I was, yeah, I've I been doing I've been moving. I was moving. Like, you know what I mean? Had a nice little squad at the time. Yeah. You know, as you go, people come and people leave. You know, your team always kind of change up until you find you a solid medium and you could just run with that, you know what I mean? So What's the best part about touring? Um I think just the traveling, the experience, and, and meeting different people. I'm always going to ask this question. No, that's sweet. What's the worst part about traveling? Touring, I'm sorry. Um, the worst part about touring, um, probably if you're driving, that's probably the worst part. I don't really think there's nothing really bad about touring, for real, if you like to be out and experience different people, different cultures, different, you feel me? I don't really think there's no negative about it. I don't know. I haven't really... That's probably the worst thing, like not getting enough sleep or something like that. But no, we're not eating right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You might be eating Whataburger for every, every two days, you know what I'm saying? But that's how it goes until you, or you might be staying in the motel. You feel me? Like I didn't been in all that. My car, motels, I didn't did everything you could think a rapper have done, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? As far as savage shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I hear a lot of debates about, um, you know, when you're performing and you're on tour and you're doing a lot of shows, how some artists will rap over their vocals, and then mm. some artists will just, you know, rap yeah, over, yeah, perform yeah. over the instrumental. Right. 
Where is your viewpoint on that? Well, last night I did. I rap. I rap without the vocals, so I feel like that's what keeps me. That's what separates me from other artists. For real, I still keep that that hip hop element in my music. Like I still I rap without the vocals to let you know I do my music. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people rap with their vocals because they don't know their music. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Some people, they, they know their music, but they don't like how they sound. You feel me? You just It's just practicing. You know what I'm saying? It's just going over you, going over your style and your sound and how you want to perfect it. You know what I mean? Like a lot of the the better MCs, like the best rappers, they rap without their vocals. Like Jay, that's why I'm saying I'm trying to reach to that that platform. Like Kendrick, all the way, everybody you name Raps like that, like how I was doing what I do last night. That's that's what people do. You feel me? So you know, and, and people can hear you better. They feel your energy more. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, he real. Like this, he solid. Like that shit feel. I felt that. You know what I mean? You yeah. can't really feel it if it's you got the voice. You know what I'm saying? You can't I'm really agree. fit it. You know I'm what I mean? So I'm gonna go ahead and agree. Yeah. What makes you different from other artists? Um, that I'm able to. I'm I'm one of them artists that's able to like connect with the older artists, the ones that did it before us. You know what I'm saying? I'm able to do music with them and still do music with the artists that's in my generation or younger. And um, I don't really curse in my music. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So, like, I could do a whole album without cursing and it'd just be dope. You know what why, I'm why don't you cuss in your music? Like, what's your um, decision? For real, for real, I don't cuss in my music because uh, a lot of older people like my music. You know what I'm saying? A lot of older, older crowd like my music and my parents are older, so... I want them to be comfortable with what I'm doing. You feel Was me? it always like this? Or? Yeah, I always been like yeah. that. Like I got, you know, I got my ratchet tracks, you know, where it's like that. But like when I'm like really putting out a single and stuff like that, or like I don't really be no cursing in it. Mm-hmm. Like I just kind of keep it really clean and for the kids, just so the kids can sing along to it and don't feel like it's inappropriate or their parents don't feel like that. You know what I mean? So, so when you're making music, what do you? What's the audience that you want to grow in? What category of artists? Do you want to grow in when you're making music? Like, do you want to make music for the club? Do you want to make music for people to um, listen to forever? I'm kind of like Drake. Like, I make music for the club, but I might not be there. Mm-hmm. You feel me? I make music for the club, but then I make music for the down-to-earth dude. The dude that just go to, he got a normal lifestyle. He work a job. He take care of his family. Or, you know, he probably broke the day, but then he get paid Friday. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I still rap for the normal for the normal dude who ain't wearing designer shoes or who ain't wearing, who can't afford the raw Jordans. You know what I'm saying? I still keep it urban. You feel me? Low, you know, still for the streets. You know what I mean? In my way. You know what I mean? That's but you it. also, I was listening to some of your music when we was doing a photo shoot. Yeah. I, I found out that you produce. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So yeah. talk about that. When did you start producing your own music? Uh, I started producing like, uh, I started producing like two, like summer two, 20, 2007. Summer 2007, I started producing. And I started producing because I got tired of uh, people making my beats. Like, you know what I'm saying? I got tired of waiting on the producer to make my beats. So I was just like, I'm about to download Fruity Loops myself. <laughs> Do you still use Fruity Loops? Yes. Yeah? Fruity Loops is the king. It's, it's, it's everybody. It's the gateway. Yeah, yeah. It's the gateway for real. When you're producing, will you, will you make music where you're not in that much control? Will you hop on somebody else's? Oh yeah, I love other. Uh, yeah, I love working with other producers and other artists. Yes, I, I definitely. I mean, I started off not making my own beats, so of course I was using other people's beats. You know what I'm saying? Other producer beats. But then once I got dope, I'm like, well, I'm a shop when I want to. Mm-hmm. So now, like, I got a, I got a record called um, Grimy Season. Um, the guy that just made that Meek Mill that that um, what's, that, what's that called? That track y'all were just playing? Dreams and Nightmares. The guy who made that beat made the beat for me. It's mm-hmm. called Grimy Season. It's coming out later on, probably 
in the winter. Yeah. Later on, yeah. Now you've been on, you've been touring. Yeah. So sure. talk about that. You're like, you've been touring with actual official yeah. artists. Yeah, 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 yeah. So how did you get on that circuit? Um, basically, um, I had a plug. My well, my best friend, my dude Max Pitt, he had knew a homegirl, and the homegirl knew a, a member from Two Live Crew. One of the Two Live Crew members happened to be living in Cleveland, and you know we just kind of like clicked up, you know what I'm saying? And we didn't really speak too much for real. And then like a year later, I start taking off doing my own thing in like New York SOBs. I'm blowing, I'm doing my own thing. He reached out to me, and then I had an um, agent at the time. My agent put it together, asked him if I can go on tour with him. And he gave my tour, he gave my agent a tour fee. And he was like, yo, if y'all can do that, he can he can slide. And I was on tour for like, I was on tour from like June to like September to, for the first tour. You know what I mean? So that was my first time experiencing like the big stage where there's 20,000 people in the crowd and people screaming your name and all that. That was the first time I experienced that. So um, I was getting really good at it. So they was just like, man, let's just keep him on the road with us. Yeah. So then... I met Sir Mix a lot. Sir Mix a lot told two lot crew, like, hey man, <laughs> y'all better watch this. He's something else. Like, you know what I mean? So he started backing me. So now I got his backing. You feel me? Then I ran into Digital Underground. Got they backing now. You feel mm -hmm. me? So all the OGs kind of just, you feel me? Even Hammer ran, in, ran into Hammer at the hotel one night. You know what I'm saying? Oh, we was on his tour. He had a Hammer tour. We was on his tour, and I see Hammer every night. I just got used to being in around these cats now. Like I'm them now. They just got hey, that's Tate. Let Tate take the slide through, you know. Yeah. So it's like that now. So like the OGs just rock with me. And that's how I got on. I got on through the OGs and went through no internet posts and went through no viral moment. It was like organically how people got on back in the day. Like I love my story for that reason, bro. Like I got on like how they got on. You know what I'm saying? Word of mouth. Boom. You feel me? Who hot? Yeah, I'm doing it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm still independent, but. I'm rocking, you know. So I heard, you know, I heard, you know, I, I just heard, you know, I'm just listening. Yeah. Uh, you you speak a digital underground. You got a Shock G record that no, you. No, it's, it's Money B. Rest in peace, Shock G. Though Money mm. B. Is oh, on okay, there. Money yeah, B. Money okay. B on there, yeah. So I, uh, I sample. I get around the pop track, and so the guy that's on the original pop track, he's actually on the original. He's on yeah. my track now. You feel me? That I sample. So that's 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 iconic for me. I get to live and die with that. Like, so I how do you that. release that though? Like Ooh. you gotta you gotta be careful with this track. Not really. So when is it dropping? Um, I don't know. That's yeah, the see, thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know when it's dropping, but because I got so much other material in front of it. Yeah. I got so much other stuff going on right now, bro. Like, you know what I mean? I'm dropping a R&B album. You feel me? Well, it ain't really R&B, but it's it's the softer side of me. You mm. feel me? It's called Heart and B. You feel me? So I'm dropping that. Then I'm dropping a couple singles. So that, 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 that song probably going to be probably late fall type. Maybe. For uh, 2023. Yeah. Okay. Like I'm just October. making sure because I'm putting it in my calendar. Oh, that's dope. To... Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. November. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right before Thanksgiving, I might drop that track. Yeah. All right. I'm feeling that. So what else you got coming up? Um, I got a single about to drop called um. I got two singles about to drop for real. I got one called Hush, and another one called um, Beast Mode. And um, I produced the Beast Mode record. Um, it's dope. It's a dope track. It's a club record. Mm -hmm. A club record. Um, it sound to me. It sound like um, it could be in like the white boy party movies and shit. Like it sound like that to me. You feel me? Like it's a real cool, energetic, you know, crossover type hood still. You know what I'm saying? It's raw though. It's called Beast Mode. It's a fun track. It's more fun than anything. Okay. Yeah. Well, listen. 
we 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 got a short window because we got a debate to finish <laughs> off camera. You know what I'm saying? So for everybody that want to be tapped in with you, how can they find you on social media? Man, y'all can find me on all social medias at I am Tay War, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you name it. Uh, what's it? Uh, TikTok. It's so many of them things. God damn. It's hard to keep up. It's hard to keep up. But yeah, yeah all social media platforms. Just yeah. put it like that. All yeah. social media platforms. You can find me at I am Tay Wall. That's T A E W A L L. Yeah, I'm gonna have some links in the comments below. If you're listening to this on Spotify, just straight up, you know, tap in with us on social media. Uh, but he has a track. I swear, I wish we could have more time to talk about <laughs> these because there's, there's some tracks I heard. That I, I want to break down. Yeah, I want to. I want to want to break down. But I, I want to get music. your. I want to get your opinion on it first. So I'm gonna put these links down below, and y'all check them out and let us know how y'all rocking with them. So appreciate it. Shout out DJ Pest. Yeah.